0: So has the COVID crisis tested the metal of your leadership. Today on the Vantage Performance Podcast, I talked to Michael Fingland about what makes leaders resilient so they can see their company through the difficult times to the sunny uplands that apparently await us. Have you got the resilience that's needed? Let's look at the top 10 traits of resilient leaders. Today, I'm Phil Dobby and this is the Vantage Performance Podcast. So, I mean, these are testing times, aren't they, for, for everyone? So, uh, I guess, it, you know, it's a time like this when real leaders shine, Michael. Uh, and you've got a, a list of things that strong leaders, resilient leaders, uh, do to to keep their team together. Uh, and I guess it, that that is much more difficult. I mean, I know in, in Australia, a lot of people are back in the office, but there are still some people working from home. We've all been through that experience as well, where the team is not all in the same place. And that makes it so much more difficult, doesn't it?
1: It does, Phil, and good morning. I mean, the, the reason why I want to talk about this topic is you know, business leaders and their team uh, around the world, they, they've been sort of frantically trying to protect the business um, and making sure it survives, and all the focus has been on that. And uh, a lot of the sort of smart leaders are starting to now – turn their minds to, okay, the cultural impacts in the business and, and how do we maintain resilience? Because this is just the first part of the turnaround. Um, this is We're still in that sort of shock phase. You've actually got the, the grind-out phase to come, and it's, it's those businesses led by, you know, those resilient businesses led by resilient leadership teams are going to be the ones that actually sort of stay the distance, if you like, and, and that's why we want to sort of start talking about some of these, these techniques and traits that mm. that that really effective leaders are using now, and they're starting to sort of turn their mind to this because this is the next big issue they have to deal with.
0: Now, some of this sounds like common sense, but, you know, sometimes we need to be reminded of common sense, don't we? <laughs> so, for example, you know, when we're going through difficult times like this, uh, then communicate more so everyone knows what's going on.
1: Yeah, and it's because people are in the trenches still. And, you know, we all talk about this. You know, you've got to step back out, look, look from above, you know, which is where the whole Vantage performance... Where it came from, vantage point was the original name for the right. business. Being able to look down over a situation with clarity and and, and work out what the plan should be and where, where should we move. So, because leaders are still in the trenches in the in the in the main, you've got to give them some of these sort of common sense tools to make them realise, hey, okay, it's time to step back. And you know, number one, you know, that they should be communicating at least twice, if not three times, as much as they were going into COVID. Um, you know, with their stakeholders, making sure that they're comfortable. They've got a robust plan that's being managed. They've got you know backup plans, backup strategies. You know, so they've sent newsletters, uh, check-ins with their team. You know, we, we were a big advocate of, of leaders walking the floor, literally. You know, say in a factory setting, talking to the people on the ground, not just staying in the, in the ivory office. Because not. that's where you actually get a lot of your insights, uh, by talking to people on the ground. But
0: it does take time as well, doesn't it? If yeah. you're saying do do it two or three times more than you were before, I mean, that's a big chunk of your week gone.
1: But you're not, you're not a one-man army. You've got a leadership team, and this is where you can typically in a tenor, we'll create a communications team. So that'll that'll have representatives. So staff a staff consultation team, I should say. So that will that will comprise of people through up all the way up the leadership stack, but also have some people on the ground. So they act as the as the disseminators, if you like, of of key messages and back up the chain as well. So it's not just you. You're not the only person who has to do this. You want to empower. All of your supervisors, managers, everybody should do their bit and, and, and walk the floor more often than not.
0: And you're saying when you're doing uh sort of online huddles, you know, you're mm. having team meetings mm. with Zoom, uh, keep the video on, which uh, which yeah. we haven't done incidentally. We're on Zoom, and I know we haven't done that because I couldn't get my camera to work. <laughs> uh, but um, But we, what's the point what's the point of point of that? Yeah. Just to make sure people aren't still in their PJs.
1: Well, first of all, daily and weekly huddles. We're huge advocates of that. It's a key part of our, our turnarounds in our fast track program because it just keeps the rhythm of the business going. It creates that constant communication about issues, solutions, market, Intel, whatever. But actually Matt, Jesse, uh, one of our directors here in a mandated this really early on, which was fantastic is keep the video on because when, when you're, and we've all done it right. When you're on a, on a video call or a team's call, but the video is off, people are doing other things. Mm. People are doodling, they're dropping off. They're just, they're, they're doing emails and they're not focused. Yeah. Um, but also, but, so, that's, so it's one, to make sure people are focused, just like you would be if you're in a boardroom. But secondly, it's important because you can start to pick up on people's facial expressions. So if you're, if you're concerned about, you know, mental health, you know, cultural issues in the team, you can start to read people's body language. If, if the camera's off, you've got no chance. Yeah. So it plays a secondary role to help you yeah. get insights into how the team is going.
0: I mean, even beyond that, just in, in fact, whether you're actually getting your point across well, you know, mm. thing, or, you know if everyone's looking confused, you know, you've got to well, it from a different angle. If you're in a boardroom, but you're all sat with your backs to each other,
1: I mean that, that's that's what a team's called is with no video on.
0: Yeah, yeah, um,
1: you, yeah. You've got no chance of reading reading body language or seeing if your points has got across.
0: So, but you mentioned mental health there, and that's an important one mm-hmm. as well, isn't it? And, you know, so I, th- I think uh, you know, you one of your points is that resilient leaders do need to take account of all.
1: of well, this. Well, and they've got a, they've got to lead from the from the front. I mean, we're, I actually prefer the yeah. word mental strength. I think mental health still has a lot of sort of negative connotations, but you know. And you talk about strength, you know. A lot of leaders sort of gravitate to that more. But but you know, just an example here. And we've always done this, but we've just doubled down on it. You know, providing uh, we we have a standing monthly membership, so people can go and get a float, uh, go and have a float tank. Um, Yoga right. classes. We have a masseuse that comes.
0: A float tank's uh, still a thing. I didn't realize they, they, they were big in the 70s. I I didn't
1: realize they're still no, going. They've come, well. back. They've come yeah. back in a big way. Um, right. So, so we we encourage people to go and use them mm. because we know that well, be, before COVID, we've been doing this for years. Because it, if you've got um, you know stronger clarity, you've got you know. It's it, it's it's the foundation of resilience. If you've whether you do meditation, so we, we have a meditation coach for those that want to use it. So if you've got a really resilient head, you're going to be able to deal with disruptions. And 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 we did it years ago because we're we're in a crisis environment. Our clients are either in a turnaround phase or they're growing rapidly, and and that, and that's causing their own challenges. So uh, we're better able uh, as leaders to to guide our clients to come up with those breakthrough ideas if we've got really clear head. And, and we're resilient. So, so what we're saying is, you know, and, and as I said to you before on air, um, the ABC just released a, a comment that um, the the cost of mental health due to COVID is going to be two hundred million dollars. Sorry, two hundred mm. billion dollars. I should say. Mm. Um, yeah. You were saying that to me before we, before we started recording. It. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: right. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and I mean for me, I mean I keep my uh, I keep myself sane uh, by mm. cycling. I mean you're always mm. going to get more out of me if I've just been for a cycle ride because I think mm. my brain is working so much better. So I mean ex- exercise and e- and eating well, obviously, a key to all of this as well. Well, we have a three pillar uh,
1: platform here that we that we talk about and, and practice here. So uh, Headspace, we call it Headspace, uh, which is you know, box breathing, meditation, yoga, all those techniques. Um, it's, it's as simple as just taking time out for 10, 20 minutes. Go for a, a walk in the park. Don't care. Just get out of your head. Go for a walk, um, and it'll be better for it. So, headspace, nutrition, and exercise—the three pillars—to have a, a really um, uh, strong sort of foundation. So, so again, you know, we, we we encourage people to take time out. You know, we we trust our people; they will get their work done. So, I don't care if someone goes for a two-hour hike in the middle of the day. Fantastic. We actually applaud that because they're they I know that they're going to drop into flow they're going to drop into the zone that we that we often talk about and they're actually going to be more effective more productive and, and happier as a result so so you know we, we try and you know design our, our environment around around that around that uh, state
0: so getting people involved in the uh in, in the strategy mm. as well getting everyone yep. involved in that i mean uh, so in other words grabbing all those great ideas that are coming out of uh, people lying mm. in float tanks
1: <laughs> exactly right. I mean, rather than just have your annual strategy day, I mean, you should be having at least quarterly catch ups and involve more people. And that don't just have the senior leadership team catch up. You can use, you know, SurveyMonkey or Survey Methods to to get ideas from the floor. Walk the floor, as I said before. That's where you get some really good gems. I mean, when the, when we're developing turnaround plans or strap plans, some of the best ideas come from the cleaner, the 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 the, the guy or the girl. On the production line, they, they have this little gem that says, I know how to actually speed up production or improve quality, you know, quality control. You know, if you don't do it, you're missing out on so much. So involve them in, in the strategy setting. Um, yeah. It's a, it, one, it's a, it brings them closer. They feel more more inclusive um, and uh, you know, it's going to and, assist. Yeah, and you're,
0: you're benefiting from a, a div- mm. diversity of thought, which you're incapable of yourself because you've only got your own background, not all their backgrounds, which uh, yep. can, can yep. contribute to those ideas. So what about then keeping, keeping a track of, uh, you know, how the – uh, the, the culture of the organisation is is developing. Yep. And, uh, you know, how uh, uh, is morale being held up? Because, I mean, so many times in companies, you you know, you despair mm. when you see that morale is at an all-time low and the people at the top haven't even noticed.
1: That's right. So that's where walking the floor comes in, newsletters, all the stuff we've just talked about. But we're a big advocate, and we do this religiously with clients as well, is the Net Promoter Score Survey. We use this mm. for, use it for customers, but also for staff particularly to... to and it's not just, you know... out of 0 to 10, you know, how are we we performing? Um, Would you recommend us as a place to work, I should say? And that's that's 10. That's the first question, and you end up with a score from negative 100 to positive 100. But you asked some of those other critical things that Google worked out years ago is the the secret to a high-performance team, and that is, um, you know, psychological safety do they feel comfortable talking up in a team environment that's number one there was the, of all the of all the risks they did that was the number one tool do they have autonomy um, do, do they feel like they've got the, the the you know the back of their of their colleagues um, and you ask those five questions uh, if you just google the google high performance metric, uh, you'll find it but we add that to our mps survey and and right. and so you that's do good that as a check in.
0: Yes, yeah, yep, so that. Bit, quarter, six right. months.
1: Okay. I'll be doing it quarterly at the moment, but normally it's every six months. But but you'd want to be probably doing that quarterly. Just see, it's another read uh, in conjunction with the daily walks and 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 just you know, general general feedback from the from the management team.
0: Right. So in these uncertain times, mm. stress testing in the business as well, because who knows what the future is going to hold? Who yeah. knew what twenty twenty was going to be like? If, you know, if you're stress yeah, testing well. your business last year, I'm fairly certain you wouldn't have put this scenario in front. No
1: yeah. Percent. And we've talked about stress testing a lot over the years uh, with you, but um, I mean, every business should have their plan B and stress testing is really what happens if revenue drops by 10 or 15 or 20%. What would we do? What would be our plan? Just a one page plan. We would have to do this, 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 and this is what the, the P&L would look like. This is what the cash flow would look like. And this is what we have to do with our financiers in a nutshell. So, and, and in Australia, particularly um a around the world, there's a lot of sort of government mechanisms that are coming to an end uh, over the next two, or three months. So you need your plan B right now, which is... What what your ultimate strategic plan would be based on that stress testing you do? So use this time pre Christmas to, to to workshop that, model it, get it ready. So again, number one was talking about talking about um, increased communication to stakeholders. If you can say to your key stakeholders that you've got you've stress tested the business model, you've got Plan B and C or even even D there in the top drawer ready to go, their level of confidence will go will either stay high or, or, or certainly improve. And and you're more likely to get support from them in the new year if you need it.
0: It's amazing how many companies have you know quickly switched to a plan B during all of mm. this, isn't it? In mm. in various parts of the world, like companies, for example, mm. that, you know have had to close but can do deliveries, and they've never yeah. done deliveries before in their life. And all of a sudden, they, they turn it on and have uh, managed to you know in some cases ma- maintain their revenue.
1: And for some, they're not going back to the original business model. Yeah, they're just yeah. staying with it because.
0: It's more profitable. So um, entering safe harbour is another thing. You know, if you are in trouble, I mean, we've mm. got this. The, you know, we've, we've got this provision now. Make use of it.
1: Well, that's right. And We've talked at length about safe harbour, but the critical thing here is the COVID safe harbour, which is goes most of the way to the pre existing safe harbour in Australia. the The COVID safe harbour is definitely finishing on, on the end of December. So you need to get into into the normal safe harbour now if you've got some concerns over. Over, over the business into the new year. And that's where that stress testing comes in. Because if you're if there's a, a reasonably good chance or better than 50-50 chance that you might cop a, a reduction to revenue when all these mechanisms come off because you know the 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 job seeker or the you know, unemployment benefit payment that's that's that was double for quite a long time. And that just gets spent in the economy. There's a lot of mechanisms that are going to reduce discretionary spending uh, in the community. So if your customer base is Uh, has been the recipient of a lot of that stuff. You're you're going to take a hit to revenue. So if Mm -hmm. that stress testing plan B says, well, we might have a bit of a liquidity issue here, we're a bit worried about consultant trading, you need to get into the normal safe harbour now because it might take a few weeks to get in because of the work that has to be done because of COVID. And you don't want to be scrambling, you know, the 26th of of December trying to work out whether you're protected Mm -hmm. or not because... um, no,
0: that's that's just yeah. I and mean, that, that brings up a broader issue of actually just looking ahead, doesn't it? Looking ahead mm. far enough and making sure you, you're mm. taking all the steps that are that are necessary to uh, to protect yourself and your company. Another, mm. I guess, another trait for a resilient leader. Mm. Uh, we we talked about how they. Uh, also communicate well with their team uh, and and look after their team what about Mm. wider the wider stakeholders Mm. your your suppliers and financiers financiers
1: suppliers yeah suppliers too because in australia particularly as there has been in the uk and other countries there's a moratorium on on legal action that creditors can take to to uh, claim their money so unless you've been a critical supplier uh, to a business as in you know if they stop supplying you can't work Uh, a lot of businesses haven't been getting paid so unless you've been communicating well unless you've communicated a plan to them and again this has to be done pre-Christmas because otherwise they're going to start issuing stat demands in in January and and we know that there are a lot of lawyers around the country who have got clients getting stat demands ready so there's going to be a huge rush in January so communication to suppliers um, creditors more generally financiers is going to be critical to maintain that stable platform so uh,
0: the final one uh, you know, in mm-hmm. these times when you've got so much to do to try and guide your business through these mm-hmm. very difficult circumstances, mm-hmm. and keep your team together, and keep your suppliers and financiers mm-hmm. happy, uh, so you know, and you're doing more of everything. Uh, it sounds like you know how you're finding time for yourself mm-hmm. in amongst all of that. I could see it would be very difficult, and could be one thing that could easily let slip.
1: Well, this is number ten on the list, but really it's number one. Uh, but but leaders being who they are in in the main, they are very selfless and, and look after everybody else first. And that is that and it's it's the most critical one of all. It's taking time out for yourself. So if you're not looking after your own mental strength, as we talked about before, then there's no way you can you can have a resilient business or a resilient team because you're leading from the front. So they say you see you stressed and you're not managing with the, the stress of the situation, that that flows. And it flows down the line and, and so you've got to take time out for yourself so you can think clearly, see clearly. And, and have a uh, uh, sort of stronger fortitude, so you could ride the bumps. And and if they know that you're doing a whole bunch of things to uh, improve your mental strength, then you're giving them permission to do the same. And and that's often what's required. Is and 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 say to your team, as I said before, go for a two-hour hike, go for a two-hour cycle during the day. Don't care. That's fantastic. Applaud that because there, you as a business, you're going to be better off. That and it's different to someone just going shopping for two hours right that's different but if they're yeah. doing something around those three pillars that I mentioned before fantastic you should be applauding that you' got to lead from the front
0: yeah 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 more time in the float tank with yourself absolutely yeah uh, you can well, see I'm obsessed with float tanks now I, I need to find a float tank now I, I, I've
1: been doing it for years and, and you'll you'll be even more amazed I've just bought one so no. it, <laughs> no, it arrives. No. It, it arrives. So I can do it more than just once a week or twice. <laughs> I've actually bought one, and I'm, so I can do it more often. They they really work. They're fantastic. They're not for everybody, if a, but uh, if, they're, if there's they're a real cool.
0: echoey sound, next time we're talking to you, nobody, <laughs> you're still you're still in the float tank. Oh, well, totally that, that is look. That, that's been very useful. And a final question about all of this. Then, do you think a lot of business leaders have surprised themselves? over the last year that you know that they have yeah. that resilience and because it seems like a lot of people have shown a great ability to adapt and uh, you know they may have surprised themselves through all of this
1: absolutely and they've been forced to they've been thrust into mm. a turnaround situation a crisis situation where they've come up with really innovative business models and my wife just bought me a present for my birthday and it was a company that was producing um, a furniture business um, in 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 victoria i think it is um T- totally something unrelated, and they they switched to making modular pieces of furniture. So so the equipment would stay utilised, and it's actually a fantastic um, product. Mm. Um, and, and maybe that's what they'll do forever. It was it was showcased on on uh, ABC a few months ago. But so businesses have just been forced into it, and forced to come up with new ways and more innovative ways to to stay stay in business and 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 yeah. you know they're the ultimate resilient business
0: yeah absolutely well great to talk again michael and uh, we'll catch you again very soon cheers phil and that is the vantage performance podcast we will try and squeeze another one in if we can before christmas uh, i'm phil dobby catch you again very soon thanks for listening